you could only take one film with you into the bunker, it should be the Back to the Future trilogy. You're listening to Podcast Detected, and now run. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Podcast Detected. It's me, Liz, and today I have with me the wonderful and amazing Devin. Hi! <laughs> Who, for some reason, is unable to host at the moment. <laughs> I've lost my ability to, like, remember how to host a podcast. It's fine. It's okay. Oh, by the way, I just realized this podcast will come out Sunday, right? Yes. This is going to be my birthday on Sunday. Oh, my God. I didn't know that, Liz. Yay. I'm not big on celebrating my birthday, but it's my birthday. So, yay. That's pretty cool. So, all you Sunday listeners got to get on that. Yeah, and Monday listeners can send happy birthday wishes to... Austria, because it's national holiday. That's pretty cool, because that's the day after my birthday, so I can always go out and drink. So, yay! Happy birthday, Austria! <laughs> okay, so today we actually should host a podcast that should be about zombies. <laughs> what? That sounds really fake to me, Liz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we have been doing that for quite a few episodes, so... I By the way, really did you... Listeners, did you realize we did not mention which episode it is because nobody looked up which episode it is? So we will not say the episode number anymore. It's a so secret. So you will just live in a state of perpetuate not knowing with us and it'll be fine. Okay, so our last regular episode was about uh, pets and animals and we got a reaction to that. Do you want to read it out? Because it's very cute. I would love to. Is it just me or have I not read anything from Maximilian Carnage in like a hundred years? So I'm glad I'm reading your responses again. Maybe he was uh, busy. Probably, probably. <laughs> so Maximilian Carnage tweeted at us that Sparkles McFluffyson is a great name for Van Ark's cat. But I prefer Dr. Cat or Scat Manager. <laughs> Scat Manager? Scat Manager? Someone help me. I don't have a life. Dr. But cat is kind of cool. I actually Sounds really like enjoy Dr. Cat. Sounds like a, like, a, like a Bond villain. Also, I this picture of all cats to get a PhD, it's going to be Van Ark's cat, because he expects nothing but perfection from all of his animals. Maybe he does, he does like experiments on his animals as well, and then they will be like brain, from the pinky in the brain. Oh my god, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, pinky in the brain definitely reside in Dr. Van Ark's laboratory. Fun facts. So we also got um, a reaction to the last episode we broadcast. Two weeks ago, that was a special episode with uh, an interview. And we got a message about that. So it was an interview with uh, two people who make Zombies Run videos. If you haven't seen the video, go to our blog. It's really amazing. It's very funny. And so, Barbie Zero, that's the name, uh, Barbie Zero sent us a message and said, I love watching anything that portrays people as real people, not models and not perfect. I really enjoy Zombies Run. I appreciate the authentic authenticity. That's a difficult word for foreigners. I'm sorry. I appreciate the authenticity of the Runner 5 video and of the people involved in this app. The runners are real and we are all capable. Thank you for Mary's story. I'm getting started on my first 5K and the Zombies Run app has let me know that I can because I want to now. Oh my god, thank you so much for that feedback. We are always happy to bring you amazing stories. And uh, make sure to send a thank you message to Mary as well. I'm pretty sure she will appreciate it. And uh, good luck with your first 5K. 
break a leg or not actually, but like have a great time. I'm so excited. Those are like races are always like the funnest things to do when you start doing zombies run because this makes everything more intense, you know? Yeah, because suddenly you, 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 I mean, you could stop and take a break, but you don't want to. So, but like, what if there were zombies? So, like, you're not. Yeah, yeah. then that's the whole premise of the thing. What if there were actually zombies? <laughs> so, shout out to Barbie Zero. Thank you for your message. We Thank really you. appreciate it. So, now, fandom news? Yes, let's get into fandom news. so much fandom news yeah because we have not been super up to date <laughs> as you can see when you take a look at when the episodes are posted also i have no idea what number we're on at this point yeah it's, it's gonna be better i'm i'm really sorry but for all those people who have android phones aka me um finally we're getting some of the goodies and i am so excited for it i don't know about you guys we're gonna get improved integral training a new codex layout Split time graphs is something I'm really think would be really cool. Um, and a lot of other things that they're just like adding to the Android and making it faster and fixing its layout. I don't know about you guys, but my layout's been a little funky. And also my phone keeps forgetting I'm a legacy player. And I think that's like common for the Android phones right now. Uh, so. Yeah, we had the same problem on the iPhone, actually. Oh, no, so really? The, no, the, the latest, we got the latest edition. Not a, the one before. And, um, but it was a problem with, with Apple actually because i realized I, I ran a mission so i want to run a mission it was like 36 and suddenly it says uh, unlock mission instead of download and i'm like mm-hmm. okay that's strange mm-hmm. i'm just gonna do that and i run the mission and i want to run mission 37 because it's very exciting we're getting close to the end of the season and then it says oh no you have to wait for a week so i tried to restore my legacy membership and that didn't work and so I wanted to send a message to support, but there was already like a frequently asked question. There was already a message. Oh, we're so sorry, and we will fix it. And uh, they fixed it. Yay! So yeah, so that update's coming for us. Hallelujah. Also, yes. I don't know why, but on on Zombie Link, the latest update that has me like a static is the fact there's a new animated map. I don't know why it's so cool, but it's so cool, guys. Basically, it shows the course you've run as usual, but also. It's like a movement map, so it shows what areas of your running route you've moved faster in. And it has, like, color-coded... I don't know why this excites me so much, but, like, anything I can, like, physically see graphs and progress, it just helps your running so, so much. And also, you know what part of the miles you're going faster on. And it's just, like, a great way of tracking your progress as well as your speed by just looking at your maps and not always your, like, mile by averages. So, or kilometers by averages. I don't know what floats your guys' boat when it comes to running. I like it. It's really fabulous. It's amazing. So what else is there new? Okay, if you were gifted enough and more on top of your life and had the financial means to register for the virtual race, the new update for that is there is now a RaffleNet private forum for you guys. It's so cool. I'm so jealous. I am so so insanely jealous. jealous. This is in... I'm upset. (laughs) Yeah, they... they, um are considering like at the moment it's just for people who do the virtual race because that's it's integrated in in the in um in the virtual race thing so check it out before you race and after you race yeah but they they um i i saw on the homepage they said that they are considering that maybe they will 
invite the pro members as well. But that's a bit difficult, so for now, not. We, we cannot access it, but there will be more virtual races in, in 2016, so we have to sign up. So Everyone greetings and shout-outs to everybody on the virtual race, uh, on, the, on the RuffleNet board. And people, when you do it, tell us how it is. We're probably going to try to get a segment review of it, because Bethy is running it, if I believe. I think Hopefully so, yes. for the next episode. So if you guys also have your experiences doing the virtual race, how it went, your opinions on it, please let us know. I, I, I love the idea of the virtual race. And oh, it was brilliant. Sold out so quickly. It's amazing. So uh, I, I already see the first pictures on my Tumblr dash. Mm-hmm. It looks people, so exciting. Yeah, and like the people they get, like these cool extra stuff and, and t-shirts and like... It's, it's amazing. It looks cool. And everybody who already is running the race or is about to run the race, you're cool. We you're love amazing. You. Have the best of luck. And more new cool updates is that um, in the next few months, they're trying to also, as a, in addition to the new iPhone Android updates, they're trying to re- uh, update it again. And this time they're going to add a training plan to both types of phones, both, both smartphones for your Zombies Run experience, and I think that's really interesting, actually. And, yeah, is there anything else, especially from the latest State of the Township post? Oh, well, we're getting another season. Oh, yeah, yeah, we knew that already. Didn't you know that? I didn't know that. <gasps> you did not listen Five? to the interview not with yet. Adrian Hahn. Because I'm trash. It. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, that will be a season five. There will be a season five. Everyone was so sure we're going to end at season four. So I'm very happy at this current moment. One more thing we should mention. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So also on the blog, um, there was this two million player celebration. Woo, congrats, Zombies Run! That was really cool. And so they asked people to send in their Zombies Run stories. And what they did is they took all of these, uh, these entries and put them into a great mashup of people telling, uh, talking about Zombies Run and imitating the uh, Raise the Gates. And it's really cool. And some of the voices um, might sound familiar because I think a few of these people have sent in call-ins within the last one and a half years to our podcast. So check that out. It's, It's a lot of fun to listen to. I want to give a special shout out to the person who said a lot of running and sports bras oh my god the sports bras the sports bras <laughs> because i'm always about the sports bras. we're always about the sports bras also they have a really cute comic celebrating their two million views i'm just really happy and really proud of six to start they've come so far from when this was like just like a kickstarter app and this has been amazing and we're so happy that we've seen two million players right now yeah, I think a lot of people were just not sure if Zombies Run was worth the money. And now they have the possibility to check it out for free, which is cool. And then some of them might even consider, you know, becoming a pro member. Like oh. like we are. So, that that was it. Uh, there was a lot of fandom news. But there really we, was. Sorry, guys. We've been, we've been away for a long time. So. <laughs> but we're back. And we're back. today our main topic is... The McShell family. Woo! 
So here's how this works. If we talk about the character, we will talk about each season individually. So you can just stop whenever we start talking about the season you have not run yet. Yeah. Also, like, don't worry too, too much, because especially if you don't know the rest of the Michelle family, because I personally just ran Veronica's missions in the very beginning of season three. So I'm not up to date either. Liz is. So hopefully... Not 100%. I have not read the last three missions of uh, of season four. Oh my god. How dare you? <sighs> well, you, you can't I, be on this podcast anymore. You know, I would have, but as I said, the whole legacy membership thing didn't work, so I had to wait for a week. That's so irritating. Each... That's, that's... I mean, that, I'm not used to that. That's like torture <laughs> also like i'm sorry but like every single time they restart my legacy membership they erase my progress done on the radio mode which is very oh, irritating no. fyi which is fine because honestly i would listen to radio mode a hundred times over but like i want to actually hear the end of it too at some point see these problems wouldn't even be around if chris mcshell was here <laughs> is mcshell good with computers though i i I just assume he's a general genius. He's kind of like Lem. What a guy. What a guy. Who's amazing at everything. Okay, let's talk about Chris McShell, because he's the first of the family that we meet. And, um... So impactful. Yeah, we, we meet him... Do we meet him in the 5K already? Because sometimes the 5K stuff and the season one stuff, I confuse that in my head because it's been such a long time. Let me know if I'm wrong, listeners out there, but I'm 90% sure we'd have brief mentions of Chris McShell throughout the 5k but not but like he was like a huge part not a huge part he was emotionally a huge part of the first season like actual season yes so we came into his role we meet we properly meet chris mcshell in season one and he is a scientist a mathematician mathematician sorry i have so many problems speaking english today (laughs) mathematician yep (laughs) statistics in particular I think I'm not sure he said words and I nodded yeah you know like for me in my in my head I always think that he does basically the same stuff that Charlie from numbers does (laughs) do you know that show yeah I think that's a very accurate description of him yeah so that's what I think he does like statistics and and figuring out algorithms and, and stuff Mm-hmm. No, that's real. What I what I like about this character, and spoiler warning for season one, uh, is that basically he's so good at his job, and the only way he could ever fail is because he brings doom upon himself. Honestly, though, like, he, till the very end, had, like, his mission in mind, and he, like, was fighting Brick practically tooth or nail to make sure that... It, things oh i love him his character is so great yeah but isn't it kind of for me it was so frustrating like he killed a bazillion zombies and he has this clever tactics and stuff and then he he his doom is basically a mistake like a rookie mistake and it's so upsetting because like he's almost set up like one of those like greek figures you know like he's so amazing and so everything and he's like he would practically be the savior of Abel Township, but instead of having like his pride be his downfall, it's just sheerly like he 
he's like erased by that like stereotype of the fact that he is so not prideful he's just so passionate about his work that his death just seems so like oh it's more like gut-wrenching because i was just like what like are you kidding me like oh exactly like i when i met chris uh in the game i thought he was gonna be like one of these characters that comes in when you're like in a very dangerous situation and he will say oh no do this and that and this maneuver and he will be the one with the tactics uh for a long long time and then he's just gone after a few missions <laughs> that's really upsetting but he really has like echoed through the seasons that's what's like really impressed me this isn't really like a spoiler it's just like a thing that you know that's what i do love with zombies around is when someone does pass you know they don't like disappear forever like i'm not to take a hit at supernatural but like any show or media that like has like a high turnover rate of death like most shows involving apocalypses oh yeah you know once a character is dead i feel like their character and like their impact doesn't like resonate through the show and through characters memories but i feel like with people who die in zombies run especially chris like he still comes up in conversation they're still like using his work and finding out things that he discovered years ago and it's just like and oh. calling it the mcshell maneuver the mcshell maneuver <laughs> and you know what i have to say that one of the worst like most offensive shows to completely forget about a character for me was i was so shocked was teen wolf i didn't even watch every episode of that show but in the end of season three like a main character dies and then in season four like nobody talks about about it i'm like there's some there's like two throwaway lines but this wasn't just like a side character this was like yeah one of the main characters i'm like aren't you i mean wow and in, in zombies run they they will not make it super sad, but they will keep mentioning that this person has existed. There are some character deaths in Zombies Run where I literally cried while running. Like, hysterics. Like, sobbing. But, oh, yeah, that, Chris's was less like that, you know? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make me sad so much, because I think there was not a big emotional connection to, to Chris. Mm-hmm. You, you like him, and I think he's very sympathetic, but um, the way he dies in in season one, like, we can actually listen to him dying and yeah. to his last words. And that was, as such, was very upsetting because he's the first character that we know who dies yeah. in the game. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Alice isn't on screen. Alice is an off-screen death. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not sure which episode comes first. The one with Lem. What a guy. What a guy. Or the one with Chris. But we don't really know Lem. Yeah, he's the first one we know who dies. That's so cool. And it's, uh, it's upsetting. Because he dies while you hear it. But it's not necessarily sad. Because you don't have a big emotional connection to the character yet. Which is weird, because then the emotions really do come in in season three when... I don't know if this is a spoiler. If you haven't watched yeah. season three and you're really sensitive to, like, character names, then, like, zone out for a few seconds. But in season three, we meet the next member of the McShell gang. And it's so weird, because I feel like the emotions that we, like, we didn't really feel in season one were so belated, because then when we were hearing in, like, certain missions Veronica talk about her father and talk about how like Sam treats him and how Sam kind of has a hero worship of him like then I started to really like feel like the emotional hit of this like oh Jesus Christ like she just lost her father and she kind of is like 
feeling the waves of it, but like very much still vilifying all the characters that were involved in his death. And it was just like, oh, I got so emotional over it. Should we, um, is there still some season one stuff we want to talk about? Probably. I'm trying to remember though. That's the problem with season one. Chris McShell was like, what, three or four episodes? Yeah, he was not, it was not, um, it was not in many episodes. I was surprised actually. I went through all the missions for a, a audio mashup and I was surprised he was not in many missions actually, but we still remember him because he's talked about. I feel like he was in so many more. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, okay, so shall we move to season two? Is there... In season two, I think the only mention of, of uh, Chris or Veronica is that we meet the Girl Scouts in season two. And I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, so so we meet now the... that I just ran those missions, that makes so much more sense. Oh my god. Yeah, so we meet the Girl Scouts, and the Girl Scouts, I don't remember exactly, they basically, they owe us a favor, or they make us do Hashtag something. Deal. Yeah, they make us do something, and in exchange they say they will ask around, because Chris McShell's daughter Veronica is supposed to be on a Girl Scout trip. And that's, I think that's the first time time really focus on on veronica again because it's not it's not a big plot point in season two i think yeah yeah i think that's it there's not much season two stuff season two was like wham bam thank you ma'am done but yeah and then of course we go into season three which is where the michelle family just comes back full force I say as someone who hasn't finished. Yeah, so you talk about as as much as you know about Veronica. Because then I won't spoil her anything because I don't remember what happens when. <laughs> yeah, so this is a season three dump till probably about... I think the last mission I ran was like 20-something. But basically from Veronica McShell is we find her in the laboratory. She's kind of broken away from the Girl Scout troop to do her own independent research. She's such a McShell. And then <laughs> she pseudo helps us, helps us collect, you know, the plants and the specimens and all the data, and we accidentally kill her weird lab pet in that one really terrifying mission, which really confused me. And then she's helping where she's helping us. I'm trying to remember. She's, I think, is she at Able? Do you remember? No, I think we first meet her at the roof, uh, the, the treetop laboratory. Yes, yes. Where there was we meet Nadia. her at the treetop and then she stays there, right, to continue her research on the yes, plants? Yes, with the flowers. Yeah, so instead of, you know, Chris McShell's kind of view of the more of offense zombie tactics methods, she's very much on, like, the more defense. She's more of the, let's look at flowers and plants and remedies and, like, cut this off at the knees. Instead of zombie migration patterns, which was so cool. But, yeah, right now is a lot of uncovering her research. She's helping us a lot, almost like every other mission, with stuff that involves plants and finding, like, a zombie sedative, mostly, is where I'm at with her. I, does she play a bigger role in, like, the later season? Oh, uh, yes. She plays a very big role, actually, in season four. So, but let's Stellar. let's stay with season three, because we have a message. Um by Running Alchemist, uh, who says about Veronica Michelle, and I'm pretty sure Running Alchemist is about 
as far in the game as you are because I just read the message to make sure it's not Hello. it's not too spoilery for you. And um, yeah, I guess that would suck, like me spoiling stuff for, for you. Okay, uh, so you hear gross sobbing in the distance of the recording. No. Okay, Running Alchemist said, "When we first met Veronica McShell, she kind of rubbed me the wrong way. She said that we killed her father." We didn't kill him. If anything, we kept him alive longer than if he had been on his own. Right. I, I completely agree. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm there with you, Running Alchemist. Like, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, as a statistician... Is that the right word? I don't know. Uh, statistician. I think... Let's just say yes. that's no, the No, that was perfect. <laughs> as a statistician, she should know that. Well, yeah. I seem to remember Chris saying that he had his students calculate the odds of people surviving a zombie apocalypse, and oh, one of his so one of his students said that Chris McShell would have about an eight percent chance of survival. He gave that student an A. I don't remember. <laughs> Here's the best part. I don't remember if he actually said this or if I read it in a fic. See, I remember this too as well. So either we're reading the same fic, which is probable, or it actually was then. I, I don't remember actually if, if I... I mean, it's been a while. Um, season one has been a while. So it might be that you read the same fanfic. That happens. It's a small fandom, you know? This is what, We all read each other's stuff at this point. So like, who knows? If it is a fic, it's now in canon in my head. You know, some of the stuff actually becomes canon. So, you know. Just saying, just saying. Um, Running Alchemist also writes, and she didn't seem to care about Chris's package that he left for her. As far as I know, she hasn't seen the letter at all, at least where I'm in season three, but she was quick to dismiss him and us. She's extremely intelligent and clever, but she just robbed me the wrong way, the wrong, that's difficult, the wrong way when we, so many W's, damn you, wrong way when we met her. Yeah, I, I don't remember if she even takes a look at that package because we risked a lot to get that package and the letter. We did. We risked a lot to get that package to her. So she better be appreciating it. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's it's from her mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got a package from her mom. No, a, a letter. Yeah, the letter from, from her mom. Um, Running Alchemist also writes about Chris. I enjoyed meeting Chris, and that flashback episode with Major DeSanta and Sergeant Ellis. Not sure if you ran that yet, those are amazing. Uh, it was so soon after Day Zero, and he was light years ahead of everybody else in terms of understanding zombie behavior. Mm. That's true, that's actually, these are among the best missions of that season, I think. So we get the flashbacks where Sam tells us about uh, Abel and around Abel. Uh, right after the outbreak and yeah Chris mm-hmm. is in that as well and we if I remember correctly we see we we witness when he leaves New Canton because he's originally from New Canton yeah but they wanted to influence his studies and his work so he came to Abel instead Hello. free speech okay is there more to say about Veronica McShell and Chris McShell. I mean, oh my gosh. I feel like it's really hard. This is my, I know we've like done stuff on families before, but this might be me just having like excess feelings about these characters, as happens frequently for people who know me. It's like, we don't see complete family units a lot. Or not, 
or not even like complete family units because that doesn't even count for the McShells too. But like we often don't see like a generational family. Like we have like one survivor telling like the story of their family, like Sam or like Janine or like all those other people. Like it's very we have, we have like a few like we have like the father daughter in Abel. But I feel like it's really neat to see this like intergenerational thing that they have going on here. I just I just try to imagine like you obviously you would think that uh, your family dies in the first you know in the outbreak where it's a chaos and so many people die and then to realize no that family member lived for a long time and survived and was basically safe only to die like a few months before before we can reunite that's kind of a bummer oh it hurts just it hurts so badly. Yeah. Which is why I think this one's kind of cool that, like, it is so, like, apocalyptic in the way that they're not actually meeting, of course. But I do like that we see this. And they ha- there is, like, a McShell vibe. Do you feel me? I just really like that she seems very similar to her, to her dad in some, in some aspects. Yeah. And that's always nice. I'm, I've... I've been wondering though, I had in mind, and it's been a while since I ran season one, that, that Veronica was supposed to be younger. Yeah. And then they kind of retconned her age because in the game when we meet her, she, she has to be at least, you know, a teenager of, I don't know, maybe 15. Yeah. I expect her younger because of the Girl Scout troop thing, I think. I have no idea how old Girl Scouts are. There are no Girl Scouts um, here. Well, there are, but not much. Girl Scouts, where I'm from, it depends. Because when I was a Girl Scout, I wasn't a Girl Scout. I was a brownie, technically, but whatever. Um, when I was in the, like, the younger Girl Scouts, I was like, you know, six or seven. I was in it till I was 13. But you can be in it till you're 16, 17. Yeah, but can't you become a leader, like a, a group leader? Yeah, then, then af- after you do like your Girl Scout project, this is, a, this yeah. is in America, so like England, please like put me in my place if this is wrong. But then after you do your project, you can become a leader. Yes, I, I, I think that, I mean, it was never specified. So maybe this Girl Scout meeting was a meeting of older girls who are, you know, having a meeting and training how to be group leaders and stuff. So maybe, maybe she went to one of those. Yeah. Or did she go at all? Just okay, saying. Did she just run away and like... Just saying. Maybe she didn't. Is that you suddenly trying not to spoil something for me, Liz? Yes. Yes. No. (laughs) Or am I? Or am I? Or am I? Mm. Yeah. So here's the thing. There is a lot of uh, Veronica in season four, which I do not want to discuss here because you have not run it, and I don't want to spoil it. But I guess we will. We will one day make a review of season four, as we used to do season three as well, and then we will talk about that. I like it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's let's do let's do it that way. So that was it about the McShells. Yeah. Oh, we had a lot to say about them. Uh, I just well, when reading Running Alchemists, um, when reading Running Alchemists message, I saw another message by Running Alchemist we have not yet responded to, and I just want to read that out and answer. Uh, slide season three spoilers. So be aware. 
I don't know if it was on your end or on mine, but I kept hearing a high-pitched tone during the latest podcast. So, just wondering, are you trying to mind control me? It's literally what I thought when I heard it. No, we were not trying to mind control you. I went back and checked the episode. There was no high-pitched voice uh, noise. So, Running Alchemist, uh, somebody else tried to mind control you. I mean, that's unfortunate. So, like, yeah. you'll better watch out for that one. I mean, let's hope that somebody from a cool TV show or game tries to mind control you and not, you know, something terrible. That would suck. I mean, preference, I think. Yeah, yeah. But it was not us. Sadly, sorry. We can't own up to that that much. Yeah, kids, runners, runner fives of everywhere in the world. Our next topic. Oh, it's so exciting. Is going to be Zombies Run America. Woo-hoo. A thought experiment of what if ZR was set in the US instead of the UK? What would change? What would stay the same? You know, how we have characters who are American and Canadian and all sorts. What, you know, would we have any characters from other parts of the world? What's happening? What are zombies like? What are townships like? Brainstorm. I. I think that's a very cool topic. I'm, I'm dying. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I was because I was uh, a bit worried because uh, we need Americans to host that topic. So, luckily, guess what I am. Yeah. And we want to hear Americans and brainstorms on this topic if you're American or not, because like stereotypes of Americans are half it, the fun. It can be a bit tongue in cheek, you know, but not. Not insulting. We don't like insulting. So please, everyone, sh- share with us your ideas. Brainstorm. I want to hear everything. And yeah. Yeah, it can also be just questions. Like, what would you think this character would be like if Zombies Run was an American game? And we'll tell you everything. So yeah, get excited. I thought of something. Um, maybe we can do that. I-, I like that very much. And a lot of other podcasts, they... Uh, allow the hosts to kind of plug something that they really like, like uh, something they did themselves or something somebody else did. Oh, that's so cute. Let's do that. Devin, do you have anything that you want to recommend to our listeners? Well, if you guys are in the vein of liking uh, people talking about things in your ear, by this I'm talking about a something locally called a podcast, um... From actually Liz's blog suggestions, I just finished or caught up with um, a podcast called Wolf359. Someone, as you asked for more podcasts and someone said to watch this and I'm like, that's a good idea. I'm gonna watch that. Listen to it. And I did and I love it. So if you guys are into anything spacey or sci-fi or just want to listen to four people on a spaceship slowly driving each other insane with like creepy haunted house-esque undertones i recommend it totally there's only 25 episodes out so you can get it done in like a weekend or a week or however long you want to space it out and it's still updating which is half the fun of it so yeah that's my plug uh, this is on my list of things i want to listen to uh, in the future i also want to plug a podcast and that was also recommended to me and it's called eos 10 that's written Echo Oscar Sierra 10. I think it's, I mean, it's two seasons so far. I don't know if there will be a, another season. And it's just very short episodes. And it's actually, it's a lot of fun. It's sci-fi. It's about a doctor on a sci-fi space station. And a lot of 
strange people are in this space station and it's it's not fun it's very short so you know if you're done listening to uh, wolf 359 then uh, give eos 10 a chance all right listeners that's it for today we're done we're getting we're getting off this podcast yeah, yeah. Also, feel free to uh, follow us on Facebook because we have the Facebook not in our credits yet. So, no, Facebook, we are on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Podcast Detective. Stay safe out there, Runner Fives. Stay safe out there. Podcast Detected is a non profit project brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected or email us at way too many people in a comshack at gmail.com. No runners were harmed during the making of this episode. What is it with all the numbers? We have to add a so number hard. to our podcast. I know. Podcast detected. 39. Five. Five. There we go. Five. <laughs> because it has to be five. <laughs>